Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Randy Sins recently released his first personal album, This One's For You, Dad, after a lifetime of performing, given that his dad pulled him on stage to perform in Randy's early teens. While he's mainly known as a bass player and his native music genre is country, in fact, he's played many instruments and numerous varieties of music. Consider this partial listing of bands he's played and is playing with. Yada Sins and Orfield, Sue Orfield Band, Acoustahu, White Orfield Band, Code Blue, Eclectic Barn Boys, Ranger Rudy and the Swinging Wingtips, Two Rivers, North of Dixie, and even more. With all the abilities and skills of a frontliner, Randy is comfortable offering the limelight to others. Andrew Jansen provided production assistance on today's show. Randy Sins joins us via Zoom from right here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Randy, I'm so glad to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Hey, Mark. Thanks a lot for having me. I think it was probably four years ago that Sue handed me a copy of your album that you do with her and with Yada. I've been pursuing you ever since. You're a hard man to catch. Is that because you work for a stock broker? It's hard to nail you down? Yeah, there's no grass grows under my feet, especially the summer months because we're busy playing. But in fact, there's evenings where I come home if I'm not playing or rehearsing, I'm wondering if I'm forgetting something. Yeah, it's been busy. So In the summer, about how much do you play? How many gigs a week or per month or whatever? There'll be weeks in the summer where I'll play five nights. I mean, there's times where I'll have a run of eight, nine, ten days in a row. But, you know, some of them are like local city two-hour concert series. And like, for instance, in Owen Park, you know, down in Eau Claire. And that's literally a seven-minute drive for me. You know, you play from 6.30 to 8.30 and I'm home by 9 o'clock. So oftentimes people think, how can you do that? Well, well, what do you do after work? And they say, oh, I might go play a round of golf or go fishing. And I say, well, this is my golf and fishing. And it's something I love to do. But I think people think because you might make a little bit of money on it, and I stress a little, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they think it's a job. It's not. It's something I love to do. Yeah, I can understand that. And too few people put in their schedule what they love. They leave that to the end. If I do everything else, maybe I'll get to what I love. Has this been a lifetime avocation? My understanding is, I don't know, you were 12 or 14 or something, and your dad got you on stage? Yeah, my father was a vocalist, guitar player, band leader. 
So growing up, ever since I could remember, I mean, there was always instruments at the house and band rehearsals. And so it was just part of my DNA, I guess. And when Ricky Nelson came on the scene, I really got, you know, the old Ozzy and Mary television show. I'm dating myself now, but, you know, I thought, oh, that's really cool. And my dad was always very gracious about letting me play whatever instrument was in the house instead of saying, don't touch that. And I fortunately got to learn how to play guitar on his guitar, which is I have to this day. It's a 1956 Gibson Country Western model. It's a nice guitar that I fortunately got to learn to play on. And then when I was 12 years old, my dad asked me to play in his band. And I said, well, you don't need a guitar player. And he said, no, I want you to play bass. I said, well, I don't know how to play bass. And he said, well, my guitar player is a good bass player and he'll teach you. So we went and bought a bass guitar and an amplifier on a Tuesday night. I had a lesson on Wednesday and Thursday night from his guitar player. And I went out and played Friday and Saturday night with my dad's group. Did you really? Now, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm incredulous about this. <laughs> How good were you? Were you just doing minor work? Well, it was straight ahead country, which was A lot of people say it's just three chords in the truth. You know, it wasn't real complicated music, but I learned later that what I thought was the right way to play country wasn't, you know, and I'm sure it was, well, I pity the people listening if they really knew anything about bass playing at the time, but I've always had a pretty good ear. So, uh, you know, I was able to listen to something and just kind of copy it and that sort of thing. So the drummer in the group was the guitar player's son, and he was a year older than I was. So it was two dads at that time and two sons. And that was how I started playing, I guess, professionally. I think I made... Friday and Saturday night, I made around $50 for the weekend. Well, that's good money in those days, yeah. It was not bad money, and we don't get paid much more than that today. So, <laughs> But it was great. I took out a loan for my bass and my amplifier and branched off into rock and roll and a lot of other genres and stuff, you know. But country was kind of my upbringing, and it's something I really, really enjoy playing today, too. Was guitar your first instrument, or did you start with piano or one of those kind of things? Well, guitar was my first instrument. I never had any formal lessons on guitar. If I thought I was playing a chord, I would go to Dad and I'd say, is this a chord? And he'd say, well, yeah, or he'd say, almost. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, kind of show me what I was doing wrong. And then I took some drum lessons and I took, my mother was never very musical. She started taking accordion lessons. And this used to just infuriate her because she'd take these lessons and then I would pick up the accordion. I'd listen to her practicing her lesson and I would pick up the accordion and in about five minutes I'd play the song, you know, verbatim. And it used to really make her mad. <laughs> I won't say what she'd said when I did that. <laughs> she wouldn't have said anything bad. She was a good Lutheran, wasn't she? <laughs> right. <laughs> but she, she was a little annoyed that I could just pick it up and play it, you know. And of course, it wasn't anything real, real, you know. I mean, it was the Mel Bay Beginner's Accordion book, so it wasn't real tough stuff. But uh, she, uh, she always struggled with it. So. <laughs> so I got my musical talent from my dad. Why don't you start us off with one of your songs so our listeners for Song of the Soul get an idea of what Randy Sins is all about. Let's start out with Blue Highway Blue. And why this one? 
It's not quite as rowdy. It's a little more mellow. It's a, a song I love to sing. It's one that was written by Billy Thomas and a couple of friends of his. Billy Thomas is Vince Gill's drummer and also the drummer with a group called the Time Jumpers, which they're a Western swing group playing in Nashville at the Third Lindsley every Monday night for the most part. Sue and I have been down there numerous times to hear them, and I've met Billy, and uh, he sang this song, and I asked, actually approached him during a break, and I said, hey, I'd, I'd love to sing your song up in Wisconsin, and he said, go for it. And then I saw him again, I said, I'd love to record your song, do I have your blessing? And he said, sure. So anyway, it's a song that Sue and I just fell in love with and decided to record it on my CD. And when you say on your CD, this is a special C, this one's for you, Dad, and you just did this. and You've waited a long time to put out this CD. Yeah. You know, I've got a small studio at home, done some recording. In fact, the Addison's Orphan CD is recorded at home. But this one, I really wanted to get some of the pros in Nashville to work on this, and I'm fortunate enough to know a bass player down there who I've known since the 70s. And actually, that group that I traveled with in the 70s, when I left that group, his name is Glenn Worf. Glenn actually uh, played in the same group after I left. He and I have just kept in touch. And I called Glenn and I told him I want to do the CD. I said, I want to do a tribute CD to my dad. And Glenn had met my dad a few times and knew my dad. So he said, you're not going to do it at home. I said, no, I want to do it down there. And we talked about the tunes and he asked me, who do you want to play on it? And he asked me first, he said, you're going to play bass? I said, no, you're playing bass. Now, Glenn has won the Academy of Country Music Awards 16 years. <laughs> He's Mark Knopfler's bass player. Everybody who's listening to this has heard Glenn play and probably didn't know it. So anyway, when we talked about the instrumentation, and I had mentioned a few people that I would love to have play on it, thinking, good luck, you know. Glenn rounded up of the seven people we talked to. He got six of the seven. And the steel player that we got, pedal steel player, was the pedal steel player, staff steel guitar player at the Grand Old Opry. The guys that played on this CD are just, everybody has heard them. They're just the cream of the crop down there. And so I'm so fortunate. The timing was great. It was March of 2022. We recorded it. It was right after everybody had gotten vaccinated that wanted to. And they were just starting to feel comfortable going back into the studio and sitting in the same room together. So they were all somewhat itching, you know, to do this again. These people had all played on hundreds of sessions together. So they're all friends. And Glenn, of course, told them my story about growing up playing with my dad. And most all of these people, same story. You know, they had family bands. And so we really had a great time doing it. And I was just fortunate to get these guys the timing was just perfect. So half of the songs on the CD are songs that my dad actually sang when I grew up playing with him. A couple more are written by a couple friends of mine, and, and then the other ones are just tunes that I love to sing. So Blue Highway Blue is one of them I just love to sing. Blue, blue 
to kick off his Song of the Soul, Randy Sins shared Blue Highway Blue. It's from CD put together last year. This one's for you, Dad. And as you've known from those stories, Dad had everything to do with launching Randy into his lifelong love, performing music, country, and many other varieties. And fortunately, we got Blue Highway Blue here today. That song's actually written by Billy Thomas. But when you're hooked in in the way that Randy Sins is, you've got connections from everybody who wants you to share their music. I, am, am I overstating it a little bit, Randy? No, no. It, actually, when I was down recording it, I went to see the time troopers on a Monday night. And Billy said, who played drums on that? And I think he was kind of like, why didn't you ask me? You know. <laughs> and uh, I said, Lonnie Wilson. I said, we did it at Lonnie's studio. And he's, oh, oh. And Lonnie Wilson's a phenomenal, phenomenal drummer. And also a great vocalist. He did all the harmony singing on my album. And also owns a great studio. When I talked to Glenn about where should we do this, and he said, well, you can do it in one of the big studios, you know, RCA, B, if you want. We can, he said, I don't think you need to do that. He said, when we talked about drummers, you know, he mentioned Lonnie. He said, Lonnie's got a great studio. And nowadays down in Nashville, it's amazing. When I've been down there with Glenn, I went to a a studio that Glenn wanted Grammy for producing uh, one of Miranda Lambert's albums. And we went to that studio because Glenn had to do some overdone in the bass. And it was literally an old garage behind a house. There was a Grammy winning album that was made in that studio. So, you know, everybody thinks these places are all big Taj Mahals, and that's not always the case. So, and technology, of course, today has a lot to do with what can be done too. So, and what is the essence that makes you love a song? Is it music? Is it lyrics? Is it the channeling that comes through the performer who gives it to you? How does that work for you? You know, I'm really driven by, for the most part, lyrics. Although the song has got to musically move me or both. But, you know, if the song is, you know, the lyrics don't make any sense or they don't grab me, uh, that doesn't interest me as much. You know, and, and I think it's for a lot of people, it's like if you hear something and it makes you think of about something in your past or, oh, boy, I've been there. I've done that. It just becomes part of you. It's great to sing songs that you feel that if you didn't write it, even it, that could be me. Well, in this case, it is you because you perform so many ways. I want to mention a couple of the bands that you've played with or that you do play with. You mentioned playing country music of different sorts. Eclectic Barn Boys is, I guess, one of them. Ranger Rudy and the Swinging Wingtips. Who thought up that name? Is that your idea? I had an uncle, my mother's brother. My legal name is Randolph. And, you know, Randolph, Rudolph. One of my uncles, my Uncle Fuzzy, his real name was Harold Becker. He nicknamed me Rudy. And one time when he was in town, I was with one of my bandmates and Uncle Fuzzy was around and he called me Rudy. So that name kind of stuck. And a lot of, a lot of my musician friends, you know, in a couple of bands called me Rudy. And then when we went down to Bristol, Tennessee to one of the NASCAR races, there were 19 of us and there were, and there were a bunch of us that were in a band together, played, you know, in different groups. And we threw this band together to play at the campground across from the racetrack. My brother, Todd, who plays drums in both Ranger Rudy and the Eclectic Barn Boys, a big NASCAR fan. So we went down. I don't know who came up with the name Ranger Rudy in the swinging. We had to have a name. So that's how the name started. 
And then Eclectic Barn Boys, I believe Jen Hazen is the one who kind of, there were three of us at that time. It was John Lynch, Greg Wheeler, and myself doing like three fools on stools, you know, and what we would do. And we still do it to this day. We have no set list. I sing a song. Then John's turn to sing a song. While I'm singing, he's got to be thinking about what he wants to do. And then Greg, same thing. And we just keep rotating. And then since then, we've added a pedal steel player by the name of Ed Schmidt. Who's just talented, talented musician. And then Brother Todd plays drums. And we just have a blast doing it. And in Ranger Rudy, John Lynch plays in that group too. So like I said, a bunch of us play in different things together and it just kind of just happens. And we're only looking at a small slice, folks, of the kind of music that Randy Sins plays. You do need to give us another example right away for our listeners. Let's do one off of the Yada Sins Orfield this is one called C-sharp or B-flat, written by Yada. And what Yada will do is he'll write a song, he'll put it down in, with his guitar and vocal, and then send it to us. And then we're supposed to come up with whatever we think our part should be on it. And this is the same thing with Sewage. She writes something. Uh, she may have an idea, but once in a while, you know, you throw something in there that neither one of them expected, and it changes the song. Well, this is a song that Yada wrote. Muhammad Ali had a saying that before his fights, he always said, you see sharp or you be flat. Yada kind of wrote this song, and I did some kind of fun bass stuff on it that, you know, and Yada's so gracious about, I'll come up with something, and, and, and you know Yada, probably your, your listeners too, you know, he's one of the nicest people in the world, and I'm always a little bit worried that when I come up with an idea for something, that he, he'll never say no, and so I have to really... <laughs> <laughs> have to really watch his reaction and make sure he's really excited about it. But this turned out great. It's got some neat bass stuff in it. And anyway, so this is C sharp or B flat. C sharp or B flat. And you'll be hearing Yada's voice mainly here, but it's the performance group Yada, Sins, and Orfield. And we've got Randy Sins here with us today for Song of the Soul. C sharp or B flat. Better have that chat So you'll know where it's at All is fair in love and war What builds you up can drop you to the floor Watch your step or be on the mat C sharp or be flat Taste of love is sweet, but can you face the bitter heat when left alone with what went wrong? Love wasted a love so strong. Have a clue, know where she's at, see sharp or be flat. Better to have loved, loved and lost Than never loved at all Can't measure love, pleasure or cost Love is here for all 
admitted to have loved Loved and lost But never loved at all Can't measure love Pleasure or cost Love is here for all If love knocks you down Get up again Love with the heart of a champion Get in the ring Take off your gloves Don't be a fighter Be the one who wins at love Watch that left hook Counter with the right See sharp or say goodnight A word from the wise Glad we've had this chat song that Yada wrote that became common property of Yada, Sins, and Orfield. We've got Randy Sins here today for Song of the Soul, and that song C-sharp or B-flat. Actually, I got the album that Randy put out with Yada and Sue back four years ago, and that's what led to getting him finally on this program. So that album is called Dancing in the Light and C-sharp, B-flat, that particular song, one of the gems that they create together. We're going to turn around and go right back into another song because I'm afraid of not getting everything in, Randy. So where should we go next? Let's do You Told Me So. This got included in the album you just did last year. This one's for you, Dad. Is this one that your dad knew or played or anything? No, no. This is one that was written by a guy by the name of Ken Brewer. Ken is was the guitar player that was playing with Ellen White. And Ellen White is from near Portland, Oregon. And uh, we were out there in March, right before I recorded this album in Nashville. And Sue was out there playing saxophone with Ellen. And Ellen and I and Sue did a little trio to the same time. But Ellen's big band was playing a couple shows and Sue was included in it. And I heard the guitar player sing this song. And when it was finished, I walked up to Ken. I said, did you write that? He said, yeah. I said, I, I love the tune. I said, would you mind if I did it? And, and I always like to ask. If I know the person, you know, I always like to ask to make sure that they're okay with it. So he said, you sure. And and then the next night, he did it again. And then as I thought about it, and I was coming up with songs for the CD, which was going to be two weeks later, you know what? I got an idea for this song. And I put a little bit more of a Delbert McClinton feel on it. And I said, I'm going to do this recording. Would you mind, Ken, if I record this song? 
told him a little about what I was going to do, and I mentioned who the guitar player was going to be on it, who was Brett Mason. His eyes got about as big as, you know, saucers. And he said, Brett Mason's playing on your seat. I said, yeah. He said, please do my song. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so most of the songs on this CD, I have sang over and over and over again live. Well, this one I hadn't. So on my drive down to Tennessee, pretty much the whole time I was singing this song. <laughs> Just so I felt felt really comfortable, you know, in the studio singing it. So anyway, you told me. So and the, the neat thing about the song is I think it's just got some catchy lyrics. You'll get it about a guy who's kind of tells him so, you know. <laughs> Here it is, You Told Me So, performed by Randy Sins.
Sins is doing a lot of name dropping today and of people that I've done interviews with. I've done interviews with his wife, Sue Orfield, Ellen White, Yada has been one of my guests along the way, and there's many more that we're going to run into as we cover the wide range of music that Randy Sins performs. Those links are all on northernspiritradio.org. I've been doing this for 18 years, going out to 35-plus stations across the USA, community radio stations who do such a great sampling of music and of programs and change leaders and heart inspirers. And so please remember to support those local community radio stations and just listen to all these programs from, I, I forget how long ago it was, I actually interviewed Ellen White. But I also have a link that will get you to Randy Sin's Facebook page, Randy Sin's Music on Facebook. Easiest way, come via northernspiritradio.org, and you'll find all of these things. And I'm going to try and list as many of the bands as I can that Randy performs with. On our site, please do post comments. We really like it when you give us feedback, when you let us know you're listening. So please post comments. If you feel like supporting Northern Spirit Radio, that's how we're sustainable because we don't take money from government or from corporations. It's because listeners want us to go on. And so we can get people local and national and international. We've got all of those varieties and it's a rare and wonderful thing wherever we go. You get these wonderful slices of humanity and of music. So again, Randy Sins is here. Just last year, he did an album called This One's For You, Dad. And I'm assuming, Randy, that your dad's not with us anymore. Is that true? Yeah, dad passed away way too young at 63 of cancer. At the time, this was in 1995. And I think from 1995, I was 42 years old. At that age, you think 63 is a long life. Well, when I turned 63, I realized how young that was. And his funeral was just, I mean, there were so many people there. And of course, at that age, you know, a lot of your friends are still around. And I learned a lot at my dad's funeral. You know, he was, you know, a singer, musician, but he was also a businessman. He had his own HVAC business. There were all sorts of people there from various walks of life. And many, many people came up and told me stories of how my dad would fix their furnace or something and never send them a bill. And I think some of the folks, maybe that he didn't, I remember going out on service calls at two o'clock in the morning with him when I was a kid, you know, saying, Dad, you never left him a bill. And he said, well, we'll be okay. And those were the folks that he knew probably were, were struggling a little bit. And that was Dad's way of giving back. He was just a great, great soul. 
And in both his music and I'm guessing in terms of those qualities of caring for people, he passed the legacy on to you. Yeah, well, I hope I got a little bit of it. One more thing I wanted to mention about that song you told me. So did Sue resent it when you performed this song? <laughs> no, we, we do it every once in a while. We do it in the Sewerfield Band. See, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's all good fun. Well, Sue is such a wonderful dynamo of energy of music. I mean, the way that woman works, the music that she teaches, the performance in 20 different varieties that she does here in the Chippewa Valley of Wisconsin. She is a community builder par excellence. Her sax obviously just kicks butt. I mean, what can we say? That that is one hell of a sax. And she's a great piano player, too. I mean, she will not tell you that. She can play a little guitar, but, of course, her sax is what she feels she's the most fortunate at. I've watched her on the piano because she's training a lot of people in it, and it used to be that my office was in the same building, her office, so I'd walk by and see her day in and day out as she's practicing with the band or she's teaching people on piano or sax or anything else that she teaches. Well, she's taught me a thing or two. I do remember, I mean, this is ridiculous. We were doing a thing where we'd have a guest artist play with the Sewerfield Band. And there was a particular piece where the bass part was extremely fast. And I said, Sue, I can't play that part that fast. And she says, yes, you can. I said, Sue, I've been playing for 40 years. I know how fast I can play. And she says, have you got 10 minutes? And I said, yeah. And so she sat there. She said, grab your bait. I'll play the song for me. Okay. She said, now, what part is it that I said, well, it's this part that I was having trouble with. She grabs a metronome. And this is going to sound ridiculous. And everybody, musician is going to say, you dummy, you know. And she says, slow it down to half speed. I said, well, sure, I can play it half as fast. And so she just had me playing it with the metronome half speed. And then 30 seconds later, a minute later, she'd speed it up a little bit, and I'd play it, and I'd play it. And then eventually, 10 minutes later, it was at normal speed, and I was playing it. And it's all muscle memory. And I tell you what, Mark, the light bulb went on. I thought to myself, oh, you can get better. <laughs> <laughs> After 40 years, it's a surprise. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, she's just a, such a great teacher. And we've been together for 16 years, and she has helped my playing <laughs> immensely. We really are so rich, so fortunate, and so incredibly blessed to have people like Sue, Jen Hazen, Yada. We've got these people who are just such blessings to the world, just incredible gifts, making everything and everybody around them better. And you're married to her. Did you marry her because she was such a blessing? <laughs> oh, no, I just caught her at a weak moment, I guess. <laughs> it was a good catch. Well, let's go on to some more of your music for Song of the Soul, Randy. And again, folks, we're talking to Randy Sins. I've got a link to his Facebook page, and that'll link you to a whole lot of other places, all the different varieties he plays with. Balterdash, Yada Sins Orfield, Sue Orfield Band, Acousta Who, White Orfield Band, Eclectic Barn Boys, Two Rivers, North of Dixie. He's got so many bands, many permutations of performers he plays with that you're going to be exhausted just reading the list. But what are we going to share next, Randy? Let's do one off the Acousta Who album. This was done about 10 years ago. Acousta Who doesn't play a whole lot. In fact, we just played a, a thing this summer. We hadn't played together in a while, and it just felt so comfortable. This song is an instrumental that, that I wrote. 
kind of reminds me of the old Western feel sitting around the campfire. And the tune is called Desert Blue. We'll play it by Randy Sins.
is called Acoustahu, and Randy's just one of the people in it. You heard the tenor sax that Sue Orfield plays, and I understand it's a man named Craig who was playing that harmonica, great solo in there. Yeah, Greg Wheeler is an extremely talented fellow that plays this wonderful harmonica and also plays guitar and a great singer. He actually is in the Eclectic Barn Boys and also in Two Rivers with us. Greg wasn't really a member of the group. We brought him in to, because the harmonica just seemed like it worked in that song. But the members of Akusu, besides Sue and I, are Lucas Fisher, and Lucas sang and played guitar, and Ola Flynn played violin. It's a great little tune that you've got there. I think something that's really funny, though, is you told us, Randy, that the thing that makes you really love a song is the lyrics. And I was just looking for the lyrics in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are no lyrics. So one I've oftentimes thought about trying to figure out something for it, but just haven't. Well, it works just the way that you did it. And, you know, there are some songs... The song The Boxer by Paul Simon. What is the lyric that everybody remembers? Lila, 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 lila. There are some songs where that lyric is the thing that stays, the one that's... It's what everybody remembers because <laughs> it's not hard to remember. Yeah, so must master those lyrics really quickly and remember them. Of course, we're going to run out of time and we'll need to have bonus excerpts on our website. So let's get in one more song, Randy. How do we conclude your song of the soul? This is called Know My Name, written by Billy Stoops. And Billy's out of Tacoma, Washington. He's a friend of mine. Sue actually played with Billy for, oh, a number of years on the West Coast. And I had heard Billy do this song a few years ago. Every once in a while, Sue will go out and do a reunion gig with Billy. And they had a group called Junkyard Jane. I heard Billy do this song, and, and I'd ask him if I could record it. And actually, this is also on the Addison's Orfield CD. And then I put it on my CD. So there's a couple of different versions floating out there, and both of them were recorded before Billy recorded it. So uh, out of all the tunes, I get probably more requests for this tune locally when we're playing live. A lot of people seem to enjoy it. It's called Know My Name. And we're going to play it, but first I want to thank you for being here. It's wonderful to have you and to catch you. You know, usually you're more background for most of the other people. I mean, you've got your own songs, you sing, you perform multiple instruments. But when someone like Yada and Sue are standing next to you, it's hard to upstage them. I kind of look at myself, you know, I'm mainly a bass player. And fortunately, I can sing a little bit. I enjoy that. But, you know, as a bass player, I've always thought that my place is really the foundation. Just just be there to support people. That's just kind of the way I look at it. I, I don't need to be front and center. And I do, you know, I, some of the groups, I'm as much a front man as the other people. But for the most part, just give me a good song. Let me play a few bass notes, and I'm I'm a happy camper. <laughs> well, you're making us into happy campers by sharing your music. Again, this one comes from the album. This one's for you, Dad, that Randy Sins recorded last year. We'll have a link to Randy Sins music on Facebook on our site. And we got links to all the other people that he's performing with, to the interviews I've done with Ellen White and a couple I've done with Yada and with Sue Orfield, his wife and co-performer. There's so many wonderful people. We'll have those links kind of gathered with this interview on NortonSpiritRadio.org. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really wonderful to have you here. And thanks for just blessing this entire area with all kinds of varieties of music. Oh, thanks, Mark. Wonderful to be here with you, and your program is such a great program. 
Thanks so much. Again, Randy Sins performing Know My Name from This One's For You, Dad, his latest album, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Know My Name. me all of these things good and evil nice and made I've seen what can happen you don't give a damn and I know what it's like to be a wanted man I've cried for the world so one left to play don't you try to call me up unless you know my name Once or twice Now I lay the claim But every time I try to help It still remains the same So I keep on hiding Keeping to myself You think that you know me That's just something else I've seen what can happen You don't give a damn And I know what it's like
might guess we'll be here Things are gonna change You keep on hoping Cause this life is getting strange You can crawl out of this misery But don't be wasting time Cause if you wanna change it You gotta have the joy of life I've seen what can happen You don't give a damn And I know what it's like The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.